Hi, this is Corey Chambers. It is Saturday, September 1st, 2018. I'm walking up a hill, so pardon me if I'm breathing heavy. Walking up a steep hill. I'm in Debs Park in the city of Los Angeles. I'm right in the middle of the center of Los Angeles. Um, and there's not a soul. Nobody cannot see anyone. I think I see one car. And I hear a few cars on the 110 freeway, which is about six blocks away from where I am in Debs Park. Debs Park has had something very scary happening to it lately. Again, right in the middle of Los Angeles, we're not far from the LA River, which is uh, still somewhat of a natural area because we're near also Elysian Park. We're in Highland Park, the neighborhood. And there are a fairly large number of somewhat natural areas around here. Now, this has been kind of scary lately. I have something scary to tell you about, frightening. Several small dogs like mine have disappeared, probably been killed, lured away, stealthily eaten, devoured by coyotes here in Debs Park and Elysian Park and the, um, the what's the name of that park down where the soccer field is? There's a train station there, a famous train station and a brand new, uh, brand new housing area called, um, what is it, something junction. So that's what's happening now. So I'm going to take this time just to talk about maybe some feelings. Nothing more than feelings. We will talk about feelings and we will talk more than more than just about feelings because I'd say as far as being a feeling kind of guy, I'm only about... 20% uh, as compared to, say, a, the average woman or the average sensitive guy, I don't know, artist or metrosexual or whatever. Maybe I'm 40% as feeling as some of them. But uh, I will talk about some feelings because I'm feeling one reason why I'm walking on going on a long walk right now when it's hotter, a little hotter than what I usually walk out into it's through about 3.30, 3.45 in the afternoon in Los Angeles in the summer but it's right here in the shade it actually feels pretty good a little bit cool and breezy which is hard to find these days in the middle of Los Angeles so I want to share what it's like to be in the middle of Los Angeles because most listeners are probably somewhere else and Los Angeles is the entertainment capital of the world so I feel that a few of you, <laughs> maybe not most, maybe, uh, will find me entertaining and funny, especially when I get frustrated. And since I've had lots of frustration today, I might be funnier than usual if I don't get too tired and huffy-puffy going up the hill in Deb Deb's Park. So let's start with those feelings that I promised you. Uh, feeling just a little bit anxious, a little worried. Uh, like all humans, well, I have encounters with other humans. And I, being a real estate agent and partially outgoing, partially painfully shy, partially very outgoing, not a whole lot of 
calm. I guess I have a normal, almost a normal, I got a normal amount of calm guy, but, um, being always calm and pressing circumstances is difficult for most humans because we're all programmed to fight or flight. So today, uh, yesterday when someone put up a, a large real estate sign in front of our condo complex, I'm like, oh great. It looks like more of the same from particular corrupt individuals on our homeowners association. Uh, several people have come to me to complain about the same complaint that I sort of noticed on my own, which is that one individual, several individuals um, on the board, have, uh, that's the homeowners association board of their residences and Alta Lofts. Beautiful, amazing Alta Lofts for those of you who maybe don't like living in your ordinary apartment or your regular rural or suburban house. Hopefully you do love it, but if not, you might find it fascinating that I live in a loft. It's an industrial loft, but I won't go too much into that now because we want to talk about what's happening that's affecting my emotions. So in the midst of enjoying my loft, I mean, I'm not 100% a loft person. I'm, I am a live-work kind of person. So. But um, big, huge real estate sign came down there. Never seen one in eight years of doing real estate. Never seen one plastered in front of a condominium building because they're not allowed. Uh, it's it's not practical. There's no lawn to put a lawn sign that, like that you put in front of your house to sell your house. Uh, so there's no lawn. There's no room. Uh, if five or ten people are selling at once, they cannot all plaster it in a tiny little. Uh, you know, tiny, tiny little piece of patch of dirt. So, when I saw this, it just reminded me of what I've experienced, uh, sadly, and that other people have tragically told me about, which is that our homeowners association board has been choosing, especially one who has, I think, sort of been the leader. We will call. I have a nickname for him, which is El Gordo Pastoso. Gringo, chinga, cavron. <laughs> and if you don't speak any Spanish, that means <laughs> fucking idiot, uh, pasty, white, fatso, <laughs> more or less. I do, not, I, and I don't have anything against pasty, white, fatsos. I am. I've got a little bit of pasty white fatso in me, so I think I have the right to, to use that language. Um, anyway, uh, what else? Oh, anyway, he's been conspiring. Uh, Pastoso, pasty, has been conspiring to um, basically against anyone who he doesn't like, anyone who doesn't make him happy, which he probably told me. Not nice to him, or whatever. Out of nowhere, I was not being unnice to him when he said that. Uh, although it's just really nice to him now after telling me he's looking to only help residents if they if he feels they're nice to him. Because when you're on the board of a homeowners association, you are obligated legally to take care of everybody. 
turns out that the agent who planted that sign in there said that she got special permission to put it there. So that's not the first intent special permission to break homeowners association rules. No such thing. So that's a problem. So I just, you know, brought it up to them that uh, they're it's breaking the rules. Breaking the rules is breaking the rules. And some people say don't if someone breaks the rules, don't ever complain about someone else breaking the rules. However, I complain about breaking the rules because I don't care as much or more than the average person about the rules if they're being broken or not. That's why, because I'm a law-abiding, rule-following person, naturally. To me, that's the ethical way to behave, the ethical life to have, is to follow the rules. And, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit of a, a, little bit of a know-it-all, so when I see someone breaking the rules, I'm more likely to speak up, and I speak my mind. I'm very much into freedom of speech. That's a whole other uh, subject that we're going to be going into later, is freedom of speech. Which, you can tell that I'm into freedom of speech right now. So if someone's breaking the rules, I'm going to tell them. If someone's breaking the rules, which is very rare, because I'm pretty good at following the rules. That's why, unlike the agent who was breaking that rule, I don't have any black marks on my real estate license record. She does. So, and it was abundantly obvious because I could just see her breaking more than one rule from the beginning. Her lockbox, lockboxes are supposed to go in one spot. By the way, people who believe in breaking the rules, I am all with you for breaking the rules. But we all have different interpretations on what rules should be broken. When you're talking about art and the arts, Break all the rules, please. Break them. You're not going to find me complaining too much about people breaking the rules to create a new art form that hasn't been created yet. So there's an excellent example of when you should break the rules. Um, hi. Doing what society tells you to do in the privacy of your own home and there's a rule against doing what you want to do in your own home, break the rule. Break it. That's a rule that should be broken. Uh, the military tells you they won't let you in because they want to discriminate against you. Break the rule. It's doing the military a favor, doing yourself a favor, doing everybody a favor by breaking that rule. Okay? They tell you that blacks cannot serve in the military in the 1940s or whatever, whatever they said. Break it. They're telling you that a 16 and a half year old cannot serve and your country's in, a, in World War II. You break it. You break the rule. They tell you that gays cannot serve in it's 1986. You break the rule. For gays, it's a little easier anyway because uh, it's always debatable whether something is gay or homosexual or not. So that one's a little bit easier rule to break as long as you're not a flaming queen. <laughs> anyway, so back to the rules, homeowners association rules. That's it. Follow the rules. I follow the rules. I like to follow the rules. Um, I'm pretty much done talking about these rules so 
the same real estate agent was like assaulting me after I asked them to, you know, either follow the rules or whoever gave them permission to break the rules, just please tell me the name of the person who gave them permission to break the rules. Uh, that's, I don't think that's a, you know, shouldn't be a big problem to say, oh, so-and-so said you could have the special permission to break the rules. Tell me who so-and-so is that gave the special permission because maybe I would like to ask permission from the same person to break the same rule. Maybe nobody should have permission to break that rule. If it's a rule that we're all living under, that we all have a right to question the rule, in some cases we have the right to break the rule, and in some cases we have the right to... Um, follow the rule, break the rule, or, you know, ask people about the rule. So that's, after being assaulted by the, the rule breaker, and the real estate broker is aiding and abetting his non-rule abiding real estate agent, who has black marks on her record of her license from rules she's broken before. Um, I happen to live there. I compete with them, and it's, it certainly is normal for competitors to complain when their competitors are breaking, when their competitors are not following the rules. So that's what competitors do. It's ethical, legal, moral, and sometimes smart to stop your competitors from getting unfair advantages by breaking the rules. It's at the same time talking about having a corrupt and illegal homeowners association board members who are running the board not uh, illegally in ways to benefit themselves to the detriment of many of their residents. So... That all probably sounds too technical and not enough emotional for you who are looking forward to emotional stuff, but yes, I'm doing this long walk because I feel that sense of dread, fear, sadness, and uh, trepidation I'm certain I, I worry. I worry more than some and worry less than others. But anyway, this is stuff that I have to worry about when I have these maniacs who are, you know, they attack me, they blame me, they say that I'm... That's the, the biggest word of the day, of our age today, 2018, is uh, bully and harass. And of course, the biggest harassers and bulliers are the ones who call, who say that their victim is harassing and bullying them. So that's uh, it's naturally, uh, these people are like, I just bring, I just ask people in general, I say there's a sign in front of the building, a large sign, uh, or those large real estate signs allowed in front of a condo building. 
because I don't think they are. And that's all I said. I didn't say Joe or Mary or anybody is breaking the rules and we have to stop them. I didn't say Joe and Mary are breaking the rules. We have to do anything to them. I simply said, <laughs> it's the same way I phrased it before when people were letting their pit bulls run around with, with no leash after my dog and I were mauled by a pit bull. And I didn't say so-and-so, Jennifer is letting her pit bull run around with no leash. Get her, stop her. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get her. No, I said somebody had their pit bull running around the condo complex off of a leash. It's going to let, it's going to eat, kill someone's small dog or child. And that's all I said. I didn't name any names. Of course, the offender comes back with a vengeance. How dare you, Corey Chambers, accuse me, Lisa Welmsley, whatever her name was, of letting my dog run and kill people. You are the one that violently attacks pit bulls. You are the pit bull offender. You are the bully. Corey Chambers, you're the bully who attacks and kicks and tries to kill poor, innocent, defenseless, beautiful, loving, gentle, ever so gentle, gentle, gentle pit bulls. So anyway, that's well, the mentality we're dealing with. That's why I feel trepidation. Beautiful Los Angeles is the, you know, a lot of people want to move here. That's why there's four and a half million people. I'm looking over at the view from Highland Park to downtown. Let's see if I could take a picture of it for you. I don't think Anchor allows you to take pictures. I'm not sure, but I'll try. I have to get it on my way back. So today I'm uh, airing this out. Hope that you're enjoying the emotion. These are things that happen to people and their neighbors all over the place, especially if they have someone in close proximity. Even people who live out on a farm and their neighbor's three miles away. Chances are they're going to have some neighbor three to six miles away who's going to still be bothering them somehow. They're uh, one person's dog is going to bite the other person's cattle or one person's fence is going to be torn down and the other neighbor may be blamed for it. So we all have those issues. Some of us, I'm sure some people listening, they don't generally have those issues just because they strictly avoid them. They say, you know, mind your own business, don't make waves. Don't stick your head up or it'll get knocked down with a mallet. That's all true. However, there's a there's a big price to pay for that, that attitude as long as it doesn't match your constitution. And keeping my mouth shut. Matches my constitution, you know, most of the time, but not all the time. There's certain things that we fight for. And I think the smart people have taught me, 
after 51 years of living to fight over the things where you have something to gain and not as much to lose as you have to gain. So that's where this little fight came from because I feel that I have more to lose by letting them break the rules in my own condominium complex by not bringing it up, not defending the all the 101 residences full of people. It's like 105 to 150, about 150 people who live there. Uh, and speaking up and defending them because they usually follow the rules and they appreciate it, most of them, when someone uh, speaks up for um, defending the rules and for you know for them for the people who follow the rules so of course there is some business competition aspect of this uh, when your competitor is not following the rule and you have every reason to believe that you will be required to follow it while your competitor is not that's just points to corruption which is often illegal not to mention immoral unethical so uh that's what that's all about so anyway uh this long walk in deb's park is good for um getting over that i've now run into lots of people two four six seven seven lucky people that i've run into here today Hi. And my, oh. <laughs> he, uh, my dog uh, almost got petted, but he got scared. He got, he was a scaredy cat. <laughs> Probably because he's tired. He's tired of walking in the heat. That's why he got scared. Plus, you have to just bend your knees. This is how you call a dog this. Oh, look, he comes to me when I move down slowly. Okay, I, I'm a know-it-all, so I'm showing people how to call a dog to them. Um, that's pretty much wraps up our discussion for today. Thanks for joining me in Deb's Park, in the middle of Highland Park, right smack in the center of Los Angeles. We were hiking in the same spot where numerous innocent little defenseless creatures have been killed violently violently killed by coyotes that's it it's Corey Chambers signing off you take care have a very happy Labor Day weekend bye bye Hi, this is Corey Chambers. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Today is Friday. What is it? Around January 5th or so, 2019. So um, what we're going to use this for is to talk about all those things that in our lives that affect us emotionally, those things that make us feel maybe stress or anxiety. Those are the things that we usually hide the most 
from everybody. And so I've learned, it turns out, that those are also the things that are the most uh, interesting and often the most helpful for people to listen to. So that's what we're going to talk about today, because I haven't spent, someone who's very open, but I haven't spent enough time talking about those, those important things, those things that often feel negative and that we don't share with people. So I'm going to share some of those. This is a great platform for that because uh, there's not as many people listening to Anchor. Maybe Anchor might someday get more spread out, but so far I haven't seen it anywhere (laughs) at all. I think uh, one person mentioned it once and that was it. So you are one of the very few that get to hear my innermost secrets. In case you don't know who I am, I, I'm a real estate professional. I guarantee the sale of homes for people who need to sell their home. I'm so motivated to help them sell their home that I will, I'll help them buy a place. I'll actually buy the buyer's home so that they could buy my client's home. So anyway, that's what I do, but I'm also an entrepreneur. Like a lot of entrepreneurs, my one of my biggest challenges is to just stay focused on one thing. For example, real estate. While I have... Uh, by the way, I'm walking up a hill, so if you're wondering why I'm breathing heavy, that's the main reason I'm walking up the hill. Right in the middle of Los Angeles, a Highland Park neighborhood, is a large park called Debs Park. It's a big hilly park that's just big trails, small, medium trails and um, with a view of downtown Los Angeles so the air is nice and clean in the winter and it's clean at this elevation of a thousand feet up but to get back to our main topic which is what causes me the most anxiety um, it's usually the people that you live with work with and you know drive in LA, the people you drive near. I've cut out about 95% of all the driving. So um, the other people that have a road rage, they're not uh, making me angry and um, I'm not making them angry. And uh, I get angry only maybe one out of three or one out of four Uber drivers that are so terrible that they make me feel, um, you know, like I'm in danger. But, of course, Uber um, has a problem. Number one is the drivers don't even, they don't wait for you to put on your seatbelt. So if you have something in your hand, which I always do, and it takes you a few seconds to put on your seatbelt, then uh, they just take off. Just a week or two ago, as soon as I got in the car, Zoom! Like literally less than one second he waited uh, before smashing on the gas. Um, We were already at an intersection, so he smashes on the gas right into an intersection where it happens to be a red light, uh, solid red light, because he didn't bother to look where he was. Uh, And then a car had to slam on its brakes and honk at us. So anyway... That's something that everybody goes through. 
But um, beyond, uh, more common is my next door neighbor. I live in a place uh, called Alta Lofts, where it is live work industrial converted lofts that are is now a residence. Unfortunately, my uh, neighbor next door, uh, nobody bothered to tell him or he did not bother to ask that it's no longer a industrial building. It is now a condominium, residential condominium building, which means that you cannot be doing industrial things in your loft. So he doesn't know that. He, you know, has raw concrete floors. He thinks that means it's okay to go hog wild 24 hours a day, seven days a week with the industrial manufacturing and construction. So he's banging, banging, banging. He's grinding. He's drilling. All hours of the day. I'm probably not going loud enough for you to simulate what it sounds like. And there's all the banging. So, um, I just, uh, got a restraining order against him because he went even further since I've asked him so many times over the last three or four years. Uh, then I, of course I started off asking very nicely and he just said there was no noise or whatever. You can see him in his window hammering away and all kinds of stuff, putting up 10 million zillion frames that he's drilling into the wall. So it's not like a drywall of your house or condo or apartment, but it's a concrete that he's drilling into with an industrial drill all night long. So, uh, Anyway, things that are in your condo unit, you're required to keep in your condo unit, including noise. And you only own the uh, very outermost layer of your walls. You do, you do, not, know, you do not, not own any of the inside of the walls, which means technically you're supposed to get permission to even put a nail or screw into the common area concrete wall. But you're certainly required, absolutely must get permission from the homeowners association and notify your neighbor before making, you know, 80 decibels of noise inside their unit, which is as loud as a truck driving through your house is how much noise that he created. Because I eventually had to measure it since he would simply deny everything even though I could hear it, measure it, and see him doing it through his windows and through his door. Um, that's probably long enough talking about that particular issue. So um, that's about all we're going to talk about tonight, today. So uh, that's it. My name's Corey Chambers. Your home sold guaranteed or I'll buy it. Uh, that's it for now.
And thanks for listening. And you have a fantastic weekend. Bye-bye.